Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021, the Memorial Tournament. Final bets, DraftKings ownership, and the weather. Normally, there would be a live chat, but fantasy football season has begun. So that is why we're not doing a live chat today. But I am going to continue, along with the research show, to do the Wednesday final preview. I'll also be releasing my newsletter around 7 p.m. Eastern time that will have all of the final stuff on it, including the updated ownerships from FantasyNational.com, FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, to get yourself the 20% off if you want it, and all of the extra research that I've done this week that I wasn't able to include into the shows or in any of the articles, anything like that, plus all the hot links to stuff that you may have missed for the week. So highly recommend that you subscribe to the newsletter. You can find that in the description right now. The Listener's League link, full. Thank you for filling the 3,000 spots, and it filled pretty early on Tuesday evening as well. So thank you all for that. And remember to smash the like button in the video and you project out who the highest owned player is going to be on the Memorial DraftKings slate this week. And give me an ownership percentage along with it. Hell, why not, right? So let's get to the betting card for the week. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this show, it is not on the Pat Mayo Experience feed. It is on the Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets feed. That's going to be up there with all the short-form content like the Euro Pick Show, the French Open Picks, MMA DraftKings, uh, MMA Props. Uh, there's eSports up there. So there's a ton of content, all short-form content. So please rate, review, and subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets The Mix. That would help us out a lot over at Mayo Media Network. In fact, if you do that right now and go subscribe and leave a rating and five-star review, uh, include your Twitter handle or email address. I'll be giving away, I don't know, let's say 100 bucks to three people, 33 bucks each. Maybe I'll make it 105 now. How's that going to work? Anyway, it'll be at least 33 bucks if you do it, if you are drawn the winner. I'll release that probably on next Wednesday's show as we go through this. So my betting card for the week, we got... Patrick Cantlay, 22 to 1. Hideki Matsuyama, I was waiting for that 30 to 1 to come to me. It was 30 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook, and none of the books that I have access to dropped it to 30 to 1. 28 was the best number I can get. I took it anyway. Hideki, 28 to 1. Fina, what am I doing here? I'm just waiting. I win last week, so I'm just dedicated to donating it back this week. Tony Fina, I never bet Tony Fina. That's Jeff's guy, not my guy. I really like him this week, 30 to 1. And then two numbers I just couldn't pass on. Patrick Reed at 40 to 1, Cameron Smith at 50 to 1. Uh, both those numbers are still out there. The Reed number has plummeted a bit. Uh, it's 33 or 35 in some spots. I'd still take it, but I got the 40, so that's what I'm giving you right now. Only bomb that I'm playing, my guy, Kyle Stanley, 150 to 1 with the top five each way. Also, two FOMO bets, because I always have to have money on C. Woo! And my guy, the Gim Reaper, that's at 100 and 200 to 1 with the top five each ways. Little bets on those ones. On the European Tour, and again, if you haven't checked out the European Tour Picks and Bet Show with Sky and Tom, highly suggest you do it. Their five-week run, they had one bad week. The other weeks have been first, first, second, second, so... Hopefully, they can continue to catch fire. I picked and choose with the guys that I like, but I got Van Tonder at 66 to 1. Pablo Larathalalalalabal at 90 to 1. Sharma, our guy Sharma. Yeah, he's playing a lot better right now. 150 to 1. Uh, Xander Lombard, 275. And someone named Stabin. He's like Roberto, the Stabin robot from Futurama. Ha ha! He's 
700 to 1? No, 500 to 1, sorry. All with the top five each way. It's that weird three-round event in Germany this week that starts on Friday. Seems ripe for the picking for some like weirdo long shot to win. And Xander Lombard, as Tom pointed out, when he actually makes the cut, which is granted not all that often, uh, tends to just absolutely light it up with his iron. So when he clicks, he actually clicks really high. He's sort of like the Troy Merritt, Maverick McNeely type, where he's just going to miss the cut most of the time. But when he makes the cut, he's not coming like T53. He's going to like be close to the top of the leaderboard. So it's a big number in him in a weak field at 275 to 1. And of course, that really benefits driving the ball well which he does so if the irons show up watch out for my guy xander lombard zl uh the u.s win women's open i got heck at a thousand to one with the top five each way her number has now been beat down to 75 to one in, in some spots so congratulations when i put that out on twitter on monday morning that everyone rushed and bet the thousand to one and even the 500 to one that we absolutely crushed the books on that number now she's probably gonna come like dead last but the number was too good to pass up at 1,000 to 1. My one and done for the week, Hideki Matsuyama. Jeff's is Patrick Cantlay. And Cust has Anderker's poor Matthew Fitzpatrick this week at Memorial. I did play some PGA Euro 50-cent doubles. Uh, it's worked each of the past two weeks. Why not keep it rolling? I got Cantlay, Hideki, Finau, Reed, Smith, Stanley, and Patrick Rogers is an absolute bomb on that. If you can come inside the top five, we're dancing because he's 275 to 1. Along with Van Tonder, uh, Laurel Thalbal, Sharma, Stabin, and Lombard uh, as the Euro correlation with those. Those guys are at much deeper odds. The guys, obviously, from the Memorial, much higher odds to go through the entire list. Looking at the weather for Mirrorfield Village right now, if you're curious about it, I'll have the link in the newsletter. But if you want to go to windfinder.com, it's the Shawnee Hill slash O'Shaughnessy Wind Tower, if you're looking for it. Because if you try to type in Columbus, there's like 84 answers, and it takes you all over the country. So that's the one you want to be looking for. Shawnee Hill slash O'Shaughnessy. That is the one that's closest to the course near Dublin, Ohio, just north west of columbus uh, it looks gonna be pretty windy at least on thursday uh, average speeds around like nine but gusts pretty consistent up to 17 through 21 most of the day again it's the wind so check in as late as possible on a wednesday to figure that out friday uh, it looks like you're gonna have a bit higher gusts and constant wind in the afternoon as of right now pretty constant low but a few high gusts you know saturday morning but the afternoon looks great and sunday looks immaculate low wind Really nice out, like 79 to 85. Going to be a spicy one in Ohio, but the wind is going to be completely down as it stands on a Wednesday morning. Uh, so you, you know how the weather goes. Anything past like an hour from now, it's probably not going to be right. But that's what it's showing on WindFinder right now. I suggest if you're going to play Showdown or you're going to make any live bets, check that out before you make the bets each day, just to give yourself a sense of when the wind is picking up, at least within the next 24 hours. Because trying to project out, like I said, the weather four days from now, kind of tough uh, just try to bank on it for thursday when you check it on wednesday evening and go on from there if any sort of wave discrepancy shows itself at least in the evening i'll include that into the newsletter most popular plays of the week on DraftKings. so this is really interesting because you have all of the very top names and you can even see it reflecting in my betting card i think there's a lot of value in that like 20 to 50 range and on DraftKings, everyone is seeing value in the nine thousand to low ten thousand dollar range and it might leave spieth rom bryson and rory pretty under owned this week which is kind of shocking when you think about it but especially at a tournament where like 60% of the field is going to make the cut, that it does line up for stars and scrubs, but everyone is opting for balance. Raza and I spoke on Tuesday's show 
about how the move might be, because when we get to Kyle Stanley, he's going to be pretty highly owned this week at 6100 bucks. He's just underpriced, straight up. He's played Memorial six times. He's three top tens at Memorial. So if he just doesn't lose... He lost like 14 strokes putting one year, which is just outrageous. But as long as he doesn't do that and he's around like even with the field in terms of putting or like minus one, uh, he led the field last week in approach. He's going to be really good. So you know, be prepared for that if you want to pivot off of it. Danny Lee's down there. Russell Knox is down there. I mean, if you don't want to play a 20% Kyle Stanley, I completely understand it. I'm going to do it anyway. But the way to get away from it, as Ben pointed out, is that if people use Kyle Stanley and get all those savings, what do their lineups look like? Is he correlated with other players? And you'd think he'd be correlated with like Spieth and Rom or Bryson, but no one's using any of those guys. And same with Rory. So maybe the move would be if you're going to use Kyle Stanley to go like Rom and Bryson, Kyle Stanley, and then fill out the rest of your lineup. I just think that might be a really unique build this week because it does seem like everyone is starting their teams Morikawa Hovland. Morikawa, Hovland, Xander, Cantlay, Fino. Those guys, those five guys in particular, are just out of this world ownership right now. Even Hideki is climbing back up. I thought at the beginning of the week that he would be a really good value in terms of ownership. It's not shaping up that way. He's going to be owned. Uh, I have Spieth, Bryson, and Rory all projected in single digits right now. And the next guy projected in single digits after that is Scotty Scheffler at $9,000. Maybe that you could kind of squeeze it out a little bit like Shane Lowry's going some ownership cam smith is not which i was surprised about i like cam smith a lot this week if you can figure out the driving maybe that could be one of your like pivot plays in the eight thousand dollar area that if you're going to use xander and cantley or hovland or some combination in finau of two or three of those guys that instead of using all three to build a lineup use cam smith as the next guy down or scheffler as the next guy down and that way you can get kind of a break on the ownership i'd say sam burns i have no real feel for Sam Burns, to be perfectly honest with you, but no one's using him. He just seems wildly overpriced in this field where he's more expensive than Hoffman and Horschel and Sungjae. It feels like that's the level that he should be on, and he's almost like $1,000 more, so that, that's a bit of a rough scene. If we look at the overall ownership, like I said, Stanley's going to be anywhere between like 17 and 20, but I thought this was with Whaley last week too, where it felt like the ownership projection was too high, and then it turned out it wasn't even close. It was way lower than it should have been because he cracked into 20% in some contests. Expect to see Kyle Stanley shape up that way too. In the mid range, you're looking at Hoffman, Grio, and Keegan Bradley as the three that everyone is really gravitating towards. Kevin Streelman and Cameron Tringali also getting a lot of love in the $7,000 area. If you can pick right in the $7,000 range this week on DraftKings, you're going to be a very very, very rich person because it's really hard to make heads or tails about who the good pivots are. I like Carlos Ortiz as a pivot. Uh, he's at $7,000. Matt Wallace, actually, he's getting a bit of ownership too. But like, if you have a, an inkling that it's a Max Homa week, no one's using Max Homa. You think that Chris Kirk, uh, his run isn't quite over. He can recapture the magic that he had before the last month. He's like 1% owned. So the guys in the $7,000 area who aren't chalk, like there is literally no ownership on them. So pick right there. And you can play almost anyone else you want chalk-wise, and it really will not affect your bottom line. So you want to play five chalky guys, and I'll pick a random name. Uh, let's see here. I wouldn't even say Chris Kirk. See, Woo's another one you could use. Kuchar's another one you could use. No one's using Jason Day or Bubba Watson or Mark Leishman or Adam Scott. Any of those guys. They're like 4 to 5% owned this week and they might even come in lower than that when all is said and done so there is ways to get away from the ownership this week the stanley one's going to be the hardest one for me it's going to be like a kick in the nuts when he sucks but i'm going down with that ship and kyle stanley 
this week. Anyway, that's a quick preview. Uh, again, I'll release a newsletter around 7 p.m. Eastern time. So hit the description, subscribe to the newsletter. It's completely free, so you might as well do it. And sometimes I put in secret, secret content, access to shows early, some cool promos that I'm giving away right now. So please go do that. Remember to smash the like button, subscribe to Mayo Media Network's YouTube channel. And please, I just released a football show. Go watch that as well. I got another one coming on Wednesday. It's time to really gear down for football season on the Pat Mayo experience as well. So rate and review Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, the mix, uh, to get into those draw for some cash giveaways too. All right, I'm Pat Mayo. Good luck this week at Memorial. I'll see you next time.